0: talohani yeah. puka once again Warm Pacific Greetings to all our listeners You are tuned in and listening to Teama Radio on Planet FM 104.6 Or live streaming online at www.planetaudio.org.nz Or if you missed the broadcast Listen for the next seven days at www.planetaudio.org.nz slash Teama Pacifica Health Better yet you can download our weekly shows on the Planet FM website. The Ama are proud to partner up with Waitemata District Health Board and East Tamaki Healthcare to promote health and welfare amongst our Pacific population in Aotearoa, New Zealand, so that we may have the tools and knowledge to make better lifestyle choices. Our sponsors, Waitemata District Health Board is the largest New Zealand DHB in New Zealand, which protects, improves and promotes the health of our people and communities. And our other sponsor, East Tamaki Healthcare, is one of the largest primary healthcare providers in the country and East Tamaki Healthcare have been serving South Auckland communities for 40 years. ni District Health Board. Here ma East Tamaki Healthcare te ngā te tau the Altiaron New Hila. On Te Radio, we promote health and well-being and raise awareness about the community services available throughout our communities. Theyama. I'm proud to promote health and welfare for Pacifica families right here in New Zealand. At Te we actively encourage and invite guests who are working in public health or making a difference in their communities, whether it be in education, employment, sports, religion. Social justice and so forth. This radio show is for our Pacifica people and for those who are serving our Pacifica population to improve health and welfare outcomes. We have been blessed to have had some amazing and passionate guests share about themselves, their passions and work and also the difference they are making to promote and enhance the quality of services for our Pacific people and their families right here in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Maloni, te amo.
1: Talofalaba, malo e lilei. Kiaorana nisambulavinaka, fakalo falahiat. Maloni, iaorana, fakatalo faatu. Kiaoratatu kaatu otoa. Like Minds Like Mind is a program to increase social inclusion and reduce stigma and discrimination for people with experience of mental illness. And so our topic today is about know me before you judge me. Like minds like mine, know me before you judge me. But before we continue on with our weekly program, as we normally do, we will open with a word of prayer. Our Heavenly
2: Father we come to you Lord so humbled to be here in this lovely place on this day that you have made let us rejoice and be glad in it Lord we ask for your wisdom as we discuss things and talk about life, and we ask for your strength and your help, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
1: Pacifica, like minds, like mine. To welcome to our beautiful listeners this morning. It is a good day, and we thank God for the gift of life, and that Amen. he has woken us up again, this beautiful new day. It's almost the end of the year, and so with me in the studio right now, we have the most beautiful sister, mother, grandmother, auntie, Maxine Gallagher Field, to share with us her vast knowledge and experience in life, ups and downs, and how she dealt with it, love is the key, Maxine says. So for us to continue talking about the like minds, like minds, and the topic for today is know me before you judge me know me before you judge me. Like mine has been successful at increasing awareness and changing attitudes but people still experience discrimination in many areas of their everyday lives. One in five New Zealanders will experience mental illness this year and that's a lot of Kiwis. It could be you, your family, workmates or friends. One of the biggest challenges for people experiencing mental illness is stigma and discrimination. It can feel like a constant heavy weight that makes life more challenging. But it doesn't have to be that way. You can be part of changing this. So don't forget to tune in to the Ama Pacifica radio program every Tuesday, 11.35 a.m. on Planet FM, 104.6. And uh, listen to our... Like mine's talano or if you miss the podcast, listens to the next seven days at dub dot dot slash teama Pacifica Health player. So right now I would like to have a special welcome to my sister Maxine. Talofalava falava lord Maxine. Talofalava Fali, uh it's an honor for
2: me to to be here on this lovely uh, station and 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 on a lovely day. Uh, mm.
1: and thank you. Thank you so very much for making your time, time available to be with us here this morning. It's, it's a and, um how was the the day to start off with this morning? Well, uh, to be quite
2: honest, I've, I've been emotional for the last few days. But uh, I was, like I told you, uh, I started the day with counseling a, a couple who needed help because they were arguing all the time. They were fighting and... Unfortunately, sadly, the the girl is pregnant. She's five months pregnant. So I told, I actually counseled them on the Bible. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and I didn't know that we were going to, to be honest, you you surprised me because I wasn't quite sure uh, I was going to be on the radio. So
1: uh, I'll do my very best uh, today, finally. So, this is the good thing, you know, when people um, have lived life and like the introduction, how she dealt with ups and downs. And she's still doing that today. Like, she found herself counseling this couple and uh, she was ready. She was put on the spot. And so, like, right Mm. where she is right now. So, thank you, Maxine, so very much. And it's such a a gift to be able to counsel people when they need their time, especially. at this very moment, so Maxine, can you tell us um about your background yourself and where you are from originally? Yes uh
2: they always call me Palangi although i was I was born in American samoa uh during the war, and my mother was teaching there, and she's also American. My father are both Americans and uh one day i think during the war my uh, one of my aunties uh, wanted to go and visit her uh, her older sister Her name was elisiva she's actually a tongan name it was the uh, the mother of uh, uh, king tupou it's a, it's another long story but uh, she she traveled to uh, uh, to tuila and I was born, and she came back to Apia. She was very, very sad with her sister. So she uh, reported it to her parents. My uh, my papa then was uh, was uh, very high in the community. He was a member of parliament, and he was also the mayor of Samoa. This is in Apia. And... Uh, and she was married to uh, Fusipala. That's another Tonga name. In fact, like I said before, that's another story. It's a, a long story uh, uh, where they uh, were brought up in Tonga. But my my auntie was very disappointed with my mother. So she told my papa and mama, there's a little a beautiful little girl, uh, a little baby, I mean, uh being taken care by outsiders and mama and papa you should go and bring this uh, and that's this baby over to Apia and that's how I ended up being brought up in Apia as a three months old baby so I'm very blessed in that way Fali born in American Samoa and brought up in, in Apia in Samoa well then it was western Samoa but now it's Samoa so uh yeah, it's uh, it's. I I feel blessed. I feel blessed. Yes. So uh, I got married at a young age at seventeen. I've got five children, nineteen grandchildren, and about fifteen great grandchildren. Wow. So that's all the
1: blessings. Are. It's it really is a blessing. Yes. So, um, Maxine also. You've achieved a lot during that time. Got married young at 17, and your children, and grandchildren, and great grandchildren. And you were still able to be um, a businesswoman. Is that right? Yes, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you I share with us? And play golf. And golf as well. <laughs> and wow. golf. I,
2: as a young girl, I, I was interested in. Uh, uh, I was living uh, with my husband then uh, at a place called Apia Park. And we were, at that time, the uh, old golf course, it's, it was called the Apia Golf Club, was just next door. So I see these, uh, these uh, women and, and men going out to play golf. And my husband then uh, was married to uh, uh, Joseph Hunter. Mm-hmm. Telephone is uh, uh, my Thai name. That's the father of my, uh, of my children. And I used to see them and I said, well, why am I wasting my time here? I know I, I had uh, two children then and they were only very young. So I left. Uh, I just pulled out my husband's uh, golf cart and uh, golf clubs and I went in and joined the uh, women's golf. And believe it or not, I won the day on that <laughs> first day at of golf so that's another long story i uh i played well and and then i went there my 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 husband then was not very happy when i came back home do you know how in samoa you got to take care of the children and all that but i just went on my own will i think it's uh you know because i just went up and and played golf and uh I know he wasn't going to be happy but over the years that I played golf 50 years I I won the championship for 19 years in a row so and I've been representing uh uh up here the golf club or Royal Samoa Country Club and and you know overseas and so uh, I've been very blessed in that way and then uh as the years go by, uh, I was working for the uh, Burnsville, but I was working at the uh, United Nations office, uh, which was in Songi. if uh, our Samoan community is listening. Uh, at that time, uh, uh, the United Nations was uh, uh, told to leave by our first Prime Minister, that's uh, uh, Honorable Mata'afa. And I, I left. Mm-hmm. So we all left because we were, in other words, we were. The United Nations were told to leave Samoa. So some of my colleagues uh, went overseas, like they went to Fiji, and overseas. I, I stayed there, so I had to to uh, get something, you know, to keep me right. keep me going. So I started a bakery because I I love baking. I always look at the recipes and uh and i i did a bakery i started a bakery with uh with uh my own cakes and uh right and that's and uh, and that's the yeah
1: so you did all that like with the golf and you did really well with that as well and you received um the championship, championship for, for for 18 or
2: 19 years yeah wow that's amazing before i came to new zealand though that's uh the last
1: uh, Mm -hmm. yeah and then you went into business uh baking cakes and um how this idea enter your mind with regards to you loved looking at recipes and cakes what was that you wanted to achieve by running a business
2: well i wanted to be honest, I wanted to do something for myself, and earning my own living, and helping uh, uh, the children, and also helping uh, uh, Joe with uh, with our uh, you know with yeah. everything. Then, but because I really I really like baking, I used mm-hmm. to bake for the I was baking for the family. Every time I see like bread and 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 any cakes that I would love to try out i loved and and that 's when I started this uh bakery. I thought I started off with a very small oven and uh, yeah. when when the the cakes uh when in fact the first cake i i uh, I baked was i i took to the golf club, and that 's where really that started from because there was uh, saying to me. Oh, Maxine, this is a very nice. It was called a lemon chiffon cake, and uh, they really liked it. And they said, "Can can we buy some from you if we need it?" So I started that. I sold it to them, and and then it went on, and then it went so big that the word went around. Mm-hmm. And I had, in fact, when lotu Tamaiti comes around mm-hmm. or Christmas. I was standing for three days in this very small oven to bake about 60 or 70 cakes. And that's when I I said to my my husband then, I said, Joe, I think we should build something bigger and get the bigger ovens to uh, carry on. And Mm -hmm. that's
1: how uh, I I went from there.
3: Right.
1: Yeah. So then um, you were very successful and... When the time came for you to to give up or give it away, how did that affect you and your character? Well,
2: uh, that's a story of my life that I have never ever I've never ever said in, in public. But I I met uh, I, I will mention uh, uh, Taito mm-hmm came to uh, my bakery to bring something that my daughter was uh, my eldest daughter was here in school she uh, received a scholarship and she was working at the I mean at school at the Auckland Yes. her name is Dorothy and uh, she I always ask her if I need something to bring uh, up some pie pans and all that and that's when uh, she met someone at the at the uh, airport. Right. And it was title. Right. So he brought the uh, this is for Lotutamite. Yes. I'll never forget this at uh, in nineteen eighty five. And that's how to cut a long story short, that's how I met uh, my husband now and and that's how I left I left everything it went this relationship was building up to about two years. And uh i left everything to my to my, the joe and the children and i came to new zealand so everything and changed for you then everything changed it was uh now i look at it as a blessing but then it was it wasn't very good for me because when i came to new zealand i used to i used to cry i couldn't live with myself to so leaving leaving my first husband and five children and and grandchildren then to me it was i don't know how i did even now i ask myself how did you do it maxine how did how could you leave a husband and five children and then i came to new zealand i used to cry every night but i wouldn't let Taito know if he's listening oh my gosh <laughs> I didn't think that I was going to talk about it but I'd like to tell I'd like to tell my story because a lot of people will go through this and 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 it's it's terrible and when you come to think of it but sometimes the Lord allows things to happen mm-hmm. uh, to change our life or to change our you know sometimes for the good yes so uh yeah and 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 i i, I went back after three months i went back mm-hmm. to Sambo. Mm-hmm. couldn't live with myself fully i had to go and apologize to my husband then and to uh talk over with the children yes. to ask for their forgiveness and that's when i gave uh, the business to uh because yeah. you know uh uh telephone yes still loved me and, and said well what about your business you can still own your business I said look I'll give it for, for the children that's when the children took over, took over. Ah. Yeah. and I came to New Zealand
1: Yeah, came to New Zealand and um, thank you for sharing your story and uh, it's, it's very touching and this is so important to you Yes. yes. with our topic our discussion today is about know me before you judge me yes yeah. so yeah. I, <laughs> yes. that's true it's true because
2: a lot of people uh, are like that uh for myself yes that's what happened uh every time i go back to see uh telephone and the children uh my friends didn't want to talk to me anymore mm-hmm. they they uh i was like uh uh oh gosh it they didn't want to talk to me. It's like hitting the other cheek and I turn the other because I understood. I understood their anger and why did you leave uh, Maxine? We need you here and all that even especially my golfing mates said oh you know they they used to call me up and if you don't come back we don't want to see you anymore or we we don't want to talk to you anymore that's judging you know mm-hmm. and to me but i understood that's part of life and uh and you know until many years later when i went back or when i go to visit they they're starting to talk to me you know because i'm still coming back i'm still going and i i can never forget where i was brought up and uh yeah
1: samoa will always be home and to me, yeah yes, so with our program, like Minds like mine is about increasing social inclu- inclusion and reduce stigma and discrimination for people with experience of mental illness, so we have gone through life you know with being mm. depressed, uh, being judged you know and and all that, but you you've handled through your journey. Yes. I thank God for that. Being judged. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So how else did you deal with being judged because of everything that you have shared with us? Well, I was, uh,
2: like I said, Fale, I turned the other cheek. I understood. And that's how I dealt with it. I forgave them. I forgave everybody that uh, but when I came to New Zealand and then uh, uh you know we started uh then Taito became uh, was asked to become a member of parliament yes uh I mean uh, to go for the uh, elections and I dealt with that too in a way that I I thought that it was uh the best way ever so we uh we did well because we worked so hard and in that way when you're working hard you sort of forget about the the, the things that uh we know you know when you're judged and uh discriminated by
3: mm.
2: you sort of uh forget about yeah. that and move on yes. and move on and that's what i that's what i did because i was only here for one year of course, we uh, had to go. Taito was working, for one and a half years when he was asked to uh, run for parliament. Mm-hmm. So in that short time, yeah. So I, I forgave and uh, forgiven every everybody, and and then all of a sudden, every all the people that uh, that didn't like uh, was uh, uh, discriminating me, all of a sudden they came back and yeah. they and they
1: started. Mm. loving me back and and it was a as a it was a good feeling yeah you mentioned earlier the key to how you were able to forgive is to just love you know by loving them by accepting them and by forgiving and also those that you know judged you came back into your life and uh, that's a very powerful way of showing them well we have to remember follow the god's
2: commandments and i said that i mean if you love god you then you love your na- neighbor and you love you love yourself and you love your your neighbor that's you so that's why i love you because i love god it's it's very simple we have to we have to do that in life unfortunately it's not that way it's you know mm.
1: yeah with our topic today, with regards to Know Me Before You Judge Me, you know, um, stigma and discrimination. Discrimination is treating a person a certain way because of the group they belong to, rather than on their personal merit. Yeah. Yeah? So, can you express um, further your understanding of being discriminated? To me,
2: Fale, everybody is the same in front of God. Mm. We all were made by the Lord. So no matter what color you are or, or, or you're, you're very high up in the community and very low, everybody's the same so uh that's how i look at la- at life unfortunately, there's a lot of discrimination in that way uh yes. but that's I, I go by god's ways i i i guess that's what makes me still going on now yes. You know, what's happening, for instance, in America. It's sad, mm-hmm. and it should never have happened, but it's happening here. But to be fair, everybody's the same in God's eyes. That's how I look at it.
1: Yes, you also mentioned before with counselling this morning you found yourself unexpectedly counselling a couple. Yes. And um, you mentioned the way that you dealt with being stigmatised and being discriminated with part of your journey um, to turn the other cheek. Yes. You mentioned a lot about to be like God. So with regards to their counselling... And as well as with your gift of bakery or baking uh, are you still doing that now with uh, any baking well I'm, no no uh,
2: I think I've retired from uh, baking now but my daughters are baking and it's still going on in some one of my nieces are, are doing the bakery there but uh When I need something like a cake, I ask Dorothy or Fisili to uh, bake for me. And uh, counseling, as far as counseling is concerned. When I first came to New Zealand, it's funny, I went to a counselor. And I started talking to her. This is in Epsom, I think, back in 1986 or 87. And then before she gave me the answer, she said to me, Maxine, you should be a counselor yourself. I guess it was just the way I expressed myself, and and I've never forgotten that. It's just that uh, we went to politics and all that. It was so busy to uh, take up counseling, but I've always uh, I've, I've been asked several times to go and counsel some salmon girls, mm-hmm. like uh, this morning, a few or oh, a few days ago. I counseled this couple. They're Samoans and they fight all the time they were arguing and, and sadly the girl is five or six months pregnant mm-hmm. so i was telling them uh you know if you change your life around and love god more you could never shout at each other or or try to hurt because they were he was abusing her and of course, the girl can't do anything when the man hits you. And and I said the first thing I said to them, "Look, your baby, you've got a baby, and it was coming out in a f- uh, a few months. The baby can hear you, and this baby is going to grow up uh, being very abusive too. Can you?" I was trying to advise them uh, what to do, and then only yesterday. They started arguing again. They started arguing with him, with uh, his mother. Her mother was uh, can I say the word interfere, or maybe just trying just trying to advise, uh, or maybe she doesn't like uh, the girl, the partner. But then that's where I, I look at this other life now. And uh, mothers, I believe they they should just advise. And not interfere because it's how we are so. It's why it's why we are. We are to be able to be able to have We get what we ask for. So I said to look. Wow La lot a lot of please don't ring the police because a mother is a mother you tell me I I said I was talking to them and I said look you only have one mother please don't ever ring the police on you let her whatever you do whatever they say you still have to respect them because the Bible says you respect your mother and your father your uh you your life will be uh prolonged so i i try to counsel everybody finally by by the bible i never used to i never went to any school of counseling but i i i i counsel whoever needs help to encourage them with god's word
1: that is so great so now becoming a counselor like you were saying the gift that god has given you you have um, gained a lot of experience walking through your journey yes. and uh, even at this point in time of your life uh, how you've overcome all the stigma and discrimination and still being able to help people yes. um, your gift that I have noticed is being an encourager yes, yeah, that's the first thing in my life
2: <laughs> whenever someone's sad or someone
1: is low, folly.
2: I believe in uh, bringing them up again. And that's what I love to do is encourage people, especially in God's word.
1: Uh, That changes everything. (laughs) That changes everything. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, to our beautiful uh, listeners, stay with us. We'll be right back. welcome back to our beautiful listeners you have been listening to Maxine Gallagher field um sharing with us her experience of how she has dealt with life difficulties and uh the way she looked at it is with love uh turn the other cheek and uh forgive and do it god's way as she says welcome back talo falava maxine So Maxine, um, what was the most discouraging moment you've experienced while serving the community? There were some other parts in your life serving the community with regards to campaigning? Yes, uh,
2: actually campaigning was good, was hard work, uh, nothing comes easy. If uh, people might think, oh, you were lucky, uh, because Taito was a member of parliament uh, for 15 years. The first time he ran was in Otara. And I remember looking back, we we campaigned a lot. We, In fact, the belief that I have is to go person to person, and that was knocking on the doors. And I was leading a team of door knockers. So, uh, you know, there are sometimes uh, people give up because it's not easy to to door knock. We were, uh, you know, just about getting bitten by dogs and all that stuff. But I believe in, in finishing a, a job. And if you door knock on all the doors, people see you personally. And it's a lot of work. But I was, uh, I felt it, when the results come, and it's happy results. You know that you've done the best you can, that you didn't miss. That's why I, I I'm I'm such a believer. in you have to uh, do all the work. It's on the list that you've you've got a plan, so that you can. If you if you if the results are not good, then but you know you're happy with yourself because you've done the work. And door knocking and and campaigning was. Uh, Uh, until uh, it went on and on and for for five I think five campaigns that's what we did uh, and it was successful until sometimes in our lives that uh, it all changed yeah so uh, yeah uh, parliament is uh, politics is uh, it's a very dirty uh, thing uh, now when I'm relaxed now and retired from it I I see the 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 unfairness and the evil that's going on it's just unreal. When you're inside you don't really see it but when you're outside well with someone that's uh, been experiencing all this uh yeah I can see I can see the uh the, how dirty it is and how how sad how sad
1: it is. Yeah and Yes, now um, you definitely have gained a lot of experience in many different ways, Uh, your personal achievement uh, with your children, able to still play sports like golf, running a business, coming to New Zealand and having to pass on your business to your children. Yes, and now being here in New Zealand, I've uh, lived here, uh, managed to support uh, government at the time, your time uh, with Taito, and uh, you have experienced a lot of um, discriminations and stigma with people. At the same time, you were also receiving a lot of support as well, yes. uh, simply yes. because of the way that you have dealt with life, as you shared. You just continue to love them and you continue to support you continue to forgive because that is god's way now uh, as we come to the end of our program time goes really fast yes um what would you like to leave with your listeners or a message for them to take away from this presentation
2: well Fale, to stay encouraged and please be close to god that is our only salvation in whatever things that you go through life whether it's good or bad there is good and bad in everywhere there's this fairness and unfairness if you're close to the lord nothing god says nothing is impossible you know so that's what i'd like to leave to uh i must say that i i it's hard to forget there are some things that are that we went through and it's sad, but like I said and I mentioned it earlier God allows things to happen for to better uh you know to help other other stuff in your life and the first, the only th- the the wonderful thing to me now is to know the word of God that we've got time now we stepped out of parliament to to find the truth in in the Lord, you know, and uh, study His word, and that's that's the best thing that's happened to my life, uh, and to our lives now. And that's why I make God come first in my life. So that's my uh, uh, my finish to do. And thank you, Fale, for inviting
1: me. Maybe there's another time when when uh, we can talk some more. Yes, definitely. Would thank like you. Um, you to come back. And uh, to our beautiful listeners, we have come to the end of our program with the Like Minds, Like Mind, teama radio program. And know me before you judge me. And in conclusion, uh, Maxine have shared the answer is God. And that's what she's got out of all this uh, experience um, mm. during her journey in life. Mm, yes. And, um, yes. So we like to say Farewell to our listeners and we look forward to seeing you again next next week. And uh God bless you we're just gonna finish off with
2: Thank you. for mm-hmm. No, lo le le tu la for e o e lo pole la me to ma to te lo ma lo fo le te nu nu i mo Pandemic i fa' umava værtu e ma'u se sa'o nga'o lille lulange i a. Ma'u se vaccine if so, sosoan i a'i tangata. Fa'fa ingo fia'ina i luma t'u olange. A'u le tu'ai, o lo'u fina nga lo'i fia'a i luma t'u loutu. Matu t'etal fa'futeilea i lisu wa'fa i sukeriso, ene. Amen.
3: or ever and a tea